Hello and welcome to the No Kids Allowed podcast. Welcome back. We've been on a quarantine hiatus. I mean, I don't know about you, but there was nothing much going on except the same old, same old. Every morning, woke up, snuck out of bed because my toddler still sleeps with me. But um, snuck out of bed, headed to the living room just to get five minutes by myself. And then started this day, which includes being a teacher, being a social worker, being a mom, being a wife, like it was all the same. So I figured we all needed a little bit of a break, especially because I didn't want to come on here and talk your heads off about Corona updates. But now I'm here and I'm about to get into some Corona updates. (laughs) Again, I think I told you guys this before, like don't look here for any health advisories. I know nothing. I don't even watch the news. I think most of my health advisories come from DMs on Instagram. But but I do have some other life shit regarding Corona. So stay tuned. <laughs> I hope you are all well. Yesterday was Mother's Day. So I hope you you received something. Peace, quiet. Those are usually the things that I ask for. I don't really need the $300 spa, except for that one time. It was like my first Mother's Day and my husband got me that. And it was the most amazing massage at this place called, I want to say it's called Air Bathhouse here in New York. But when I found out how much it was, I was, I was ready to knock his head off. Like we just had a new baby. We have diapers to buy. We have, you know, clothes to buy because he craps on everything. Uh, <laughs> we we have things to buy. And you just spent how much? But I did need it. And sometimes I wish I could get it again. But I'm not I'm not down for him spending that much money. But yeah, I just I just like peace and quiet. Mother's Day for for me was really nice. We went to a state park here in Brooklyn, New York. And we enjoyed a little picnic. It was very, very windy. We had Oreos (laughs) at the top of the list. Oreos, cheese, crackers, grapes, and wine that we couldn't open because someone forgot the wine opener. But it it was really nice. It was really nice. It was really nice. So I enjoyed that. But back to these corona updates... And I don't want to call it Corona updates. I I need to find another word. Hopefully it'll come to me. But I'll just let you know how my stay at home order has been working. The regular degular is the fact that I'm still working. I have my computer in front of me most parts of the day. And I want to know if the people on the other side of the computer know that I'm working and still decide to give me more work to do. <laughs> like, do they not care? Is it all a sick joke? I'm I'm trying to figure that out because I could be trying my best. That's all I'm doing right now. Like, put that on my name tag. My name is trying my best. And I feel like I am. But somehow, some way, the list is piling up. But I've come to the conclusion 
that very similarly to the office, the work is going to be there tomorrow. I think being at home, and I was telling some of my staff this, being at home kind of gives us this added pressure to hurry up, complete the thing so that it can look like you're not just watching Netflix all day or scrolling Instagram all day while you're home. Do some work to show that you are actually working so that you can actually get paid for this time. And I was putting so much pressure on myself that I'm truly at this point where I'm like, whatever got done today, whether it's one thing or 10 things, that's all they get in. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) So work is working out. I want to know how it is for you. So um, I'll let you know this a couple of times. You can always email uh, DM me. It's no kids allowed pod at gmail.com. And then on Instagram, no kids allowed pod. You can also DM my personal Instagram, which isn't so personal because it's a public page, <laughs> but Milfy C with two E's. I think I told you guys this before, but there's a Milfy C up there and she has like three E's and it might be an X rated page. So don't get mixed up. Okay. Home life has has been surprisingly okay. I thought that very first day, if I can think back, what what was that? That was March 16th? Yeah, it had to be March 16th or 17th, whichever day that was, that Monday, when the the children didn't go to school. We got the notice on Sunday, actually. So... That Sunday, I was like, okay, what do they mean that the children aren't going to go to school? If the children don't go to school and my son is home with me, then I'm going to catch a case. Either I'm going to catch a case for abuse or catch a case for neglect. Like, it's going to be one of the other. I thought that we would get on each other's nerves so much so that I would have to finally put a belt to that ass. But I want to say, <laughs> I want to say Mason has has been good. I mean, he's starting to convince me that I could probably. No, no, I don't want to say that. I, I'm actually going to take it back. He He's not convincing me that I could be a stay at home mom. Um, I'm forcefully doing that now. But I don't think that we we yeah, we need a break. Um, so we've been breaking quarantine. I know if you, if you're about to stop this, you know, podcast and go on about your business because I broke quarantine, I'm not going to hold you. Go ahead. But I broke quarantine. I know we're supposed to be in the house and you know, hashtag stay home and only go out for, you know, the necessary things. I'm already an essential worker and I wasn't going out for work. And so I was only going out to get groceries at first. But I have a five-year-old and I don't even want to blame it on him. I'm 30-something. I'm 30-something. And I needed to get out the house. I don't even want to blame it on the five-year-old because that's a given. You know, like he needs to get out of the house. 
me. I needed to get out of the house. So I packed us a bag, fruits, snacks, wipes, lots and lots of hand sanitizer, mask, an extra mask. What else was in there? Uh, I brought a book because I thought I was going to read while we were in the park, but that didn't happen. But we, we got in the car we zoomed on over to one of the big parks here in Brooklyn. Uh, if you know Brooklyn Bridge Park, that's where I'm talking about. Uh, it's it's along the water. So there's about six pairs. And I figured we'll be spread out enough. But when I tell you that I was not the only one with the idea of breaking quarantine, there were eons of people out there, billions there weren't billions, I'm exaggerating. But there were lots of people. And I kept saying, why aren't they in the house? <laughs> why is everybody outside? They had the same idea as me, I guess. I I was out there, but I was I was uh basically in a hazmat suit. But I had to break quarantine. I needed my son to be able to ride his bike. You know, not just in the backyard. I needed to be able to see a different setting. I needed to be able to sit along the water. You know, those are the things. And I want to say I broke quarantine because, I mean, are we blaming everything on mental health stability right now? I guess I'm going to. (laughs) But I broke quarantine because I needed to ensure my mental health. Like, being in this house, I wake up, I make the same bed. I make the same breakfast or or variations of breakfast. You know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the same. So we needed a little bit of change. I don't want to tell y'all what else I did to break quarantine because I've been a couple of places. I, I went to visit a friend in New Jersey. I tried to visit a friend in Boston, but they wouldn't allow me. <laughs> they had they had boundaries. So that was that. We had to break quarantine. I don't care. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about any of the the messages that I'll get or or the turned up faces or the rolling of the eyes. And and I wanna say sorry, not sorry. But the word sorry is in it. So I'm just going to say, I don't care. I don't care. What else is happening during quarantine? Oh, my gosh. Okay. My son, five years old, is becoming so independent. And I don't know if you guys remember our last guest, Karina. She she talked about single parenthood. Her daughter is three years old. Her daughter is three years old and Kaylee pours her own water from a big gallon jug you know if she's staying up later in the evening she basically shuts down the first floor when Karina goes to sleep like I'm going to sleep I don't know what you're going to do but I'm going to sleep uh Kaylee is is doing a couple of things so I was having this conversation with Karina and I started to relinquish a little bit of control over Mason. So the other day, he made his own PB&J sandwich. 
the other day he also oh I set up like a water dispenser and you know a whole bunch of plastic disposable cups next to it he he pours his own water I'm not doing it anymore because if I'm typing and you're like I'm thirsty I'm not doing it anymore you got to figure it out bro you got to figure it out uh what else is he doing He's, oh, I, I gave him a full tutorial on how to use the remote. We have a fire stick and a smart TV. So it took me a while. And so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's happening for you guys. I don't know how long the setup took for you, but it took me a while. I, I still don't know how to get to all of the areas. I've mastered the areas of the television that I use. But ask me to get to something else. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not sure. So I gave him a full tutorial on his section of the television, of the smart TV and the fire stick. And, you know, he knows how to work it. I'm not getting up anymore. I'm not stopping what I'm doing anymore. I'm not interrupting my, my train of thought to pour water, make sandwiches, or change the channel. It's all on him. So this, if nothing else, has taught my son <laughs> some independence. Shoo. I'm not coming in here to change your Netflix channel. It's just not happening. Oh, speaking of Netflix, I am almost finished with Netflix. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I, I feel like I'm almost finished with Netflix and what's next? What's next? I have watched a billion things. Let me think. Let me think if I could remember them. I think all of you already know about the Tiger King. I'm not. I'm not promoting that because you'll lose a couple of brain cells, but then you'll also have a good belly laugh. So you decide. That's on you. But I did get into private practice, which is like a off-brand of Grey's Anatomy. I kept saying I was going to watch Grey's Anatomy because I never watched it when it was out. I couldn't get into it because I couldn't devote time for the 1,000 seasons and the 100 episodes per season. That's about a million, right? Like, I couldn't devote enough time for that. I couldn't see myself starting that with no end. So I got into private practice with Tay Diggs. So I'm watching that right now. I saw Queen Sonos, which is a show based in an Africa's uh, country, an African's country. That was pretty good. I like the, the woman from there. I saw another movie that she was in. I'll I'll share the list with whoever wants to. It's way too like I've obviously watched way too much Netflix to run down the whole thing. <laughs> and then I'm in my YouTube bag like I feel like any thought I have how are candles made? How can I fluff my pillows? What machine do you need to screen print a t-shirt? How should I style this leopard? blouse what's the best clean like literally google on steroids first of all youtube is owned by google i think i think that's how it works right so youtube is owned by google so anything you want to know you know how you google the shit out of it if you go on youtube it's the same thing 
but videos. And when I say rabbit hole, oh my God, you're not getting out of it. So every time I go on to YouTube, I laugh because the feed looks crazy. It looks like the person who's watching the videos has multi-personalities and that person is me. <laughs> that person is definitely me because there's a billion things that I have been interested in and just YouTubed it because who needs Google uh, when Google's going to make you read shit? I need to watch it. It's just been amazing. So Google has definitely helped, but YouTube is helping way harder. So uh, it's been sparking my creativity. And one of the things that I'm going to be bringing to you guys soon is, huh, how can I say? It's going to be an ebook. I think I'm giving it to you for free. Being a listener here, I would love for you to read it and share it with your friends. This is really an ebook on the ways to self-care. Okay. Okay. Before you before you say uh like before you do that, I just want to give this disclaimer that self-care is an overused word. I know. Right? I know that part. We use self-care just as much as we use the word vibe or chakras or, you know, all of those buzzwords that really don't have a meaning, (laughs) but we use it to describe how we're feeling because we really don't have a a direct word for it. So self-care has become that. I will admit that. I totally agree with you. But... My point in this ebook that I'm creating is that you are exactly right. Self-care has become this buzzword and with it, self-care has become very superficial. So when we think about like, hey girl, what you doing for self-care? I know you got a lot on your plate. You're over there juggling all them children. You now a teacher. You doing social work still. You 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 got a husband, you got a kid. Like, what's going on? What you doing for self-care? Like when I answer, Oh, I'm thinking about, you know, going to get my nails done, like that's what I want you to understand is not in this book. There's not gonna be any pedicures at home type of vibes. I just used the word vibe. Uh, there's not going to be any hang out with your girlfriend's suggestions because that definitely indicates a good time. Like when the when the lady at the salon is going to town on Myra's feet, I'm in heaven, okay? When I'm at the bar with my girlfriends or going shopping, I'm having a good time. But I still have the stressors waiting for me at home. Uh, Exhibit A, my husband. Exhibit B, my son. (laughs) No, but the stressors of all my thoughts and fears and worries. So I'm really bringing it back to the original reason, the original definition, the the core of self-care, which is a buzzword right now. But we can get into that another time. Aside from that, oh, I've been on YouTube also because I'm part of these challenges. And one person on this app challenged me to, uh, my friend actually, she challenged me to four workouts each week. 
So the app is called Spar and Spar like the Titans. I don't know if they spar, but S-P-A-R. And you join the app, you put your card information in. And if you do not fulfill the challenge, then they will take the money from your card. So for instance, I'm also in a challenge where you make your bed every day. If I don't make my bed for the day by 8 p.m. and upload the video, then I think they take out $15 for every unmade bed. $15 per day for every unmade bed. So it really gets you off your ass. Like, unless you have money to to to, to just give to the people, you will make your bed. So there, there are things like make your bed, drink a full glass of water, take your vitamins, exercise four times a week. And and what I love about those things are the is the fact that those are self-help things or those are quality of life type of assurance things. They're not telling you to do anything ridiculous. Like all of these are activities that we should be doing, but we neglect a lot of times. I don't think I was drinking enough water during this quarantine. I just started to dry out my skin. You guys already know I have the eczema. I don't know if I told you, but I I have eczema around my mouth. It was just dry. (laughs) It was like horribly dry. So being in this water challenge, I'm like, thank goodness someone is going to rape my bank account. If I don't drink water, let me go ahead and drink this water. So I love the fact that the creativity from YouTube helps me come up with workouts so that I can fulfill the challenges and spar. And also with my other trainer friend, Tiffany, between those two, I don't think this quarantine 15, that is the extra 15 pounds, I don't think it's going to to be able to take over. At least I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try because... Huh, summer is coming. I know it is. We're going to have a summer. <laughs> like, are we done? You know when you are in a car and you're on a road trip and the kid is in the back. I was that kid saying, are we there yet? Are we there yet? How much longer? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> I can say it a lot. I can say it a lot. I'm not going to do it. But... I I want to I keep asking are we there yet? New York has has just extended whatever the thing is called the stay at home order from okay originally it was don't come out your house until April 20th that's when the kids can go back to school. Then it was just joking don't come out until April 30th. No 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 that was a joke as well. Don't come out until May 15th which is just in a couple days. And now, again, I am not the news. I only hear things through the grapevine. Now they're saying don't come out until like June 6th, June 5th, one of those, because they extended it a month. Are we here yet? <laughs> like, are we here? Those were my quarantine updates. Those were my corona updates. I'm still wondering, are we done? Uh, (laughs) If you finished, are you done? Like, 
I, I think I'm going to have to continue to break quarantine. And I hate the way that sounds, but uh, while we continue to get extensions, I find that I just need to or, or find some quality of life through the outdoors. I am an outdoors person. I love it. I took my son camping for his birthday. He didn't even ask for that. I was like, we're going camping. So I, I like to, to go outdoors. Uh, so we're going to to have to find something to do until June 6th. And they better not extend it again. Anyway, what I did learn from this quarantine is that there's been there's been a a resilience about me and I'm pretty sure for a lot of you moms out there I've felt like the things that I have given up on the past have resurfaced and I'm not giving up on them this time around I guess I can't say that until they're actually complete but even this ebook that I was just talking about I've been writing forever. I've actually, one of my minors was a English with a concentration in children's literature. And so I was like, I'm going to write children's books. That's what's going to make me happy in life. And, you know, I could just imagine myself at a lake house, sitting at the window, writing books, and all my off time sitting in a rocking chair and baking cookies and all of that bullshit. Uh, Then I realized I'm a city girl. I cannot live by any lake. And so, (laughs) you know, I think that dream or that plan has morphed into something else that I'm still appreciative of. Every time I send you guys the emails, which I hear you love, by the way, um, because they're quirky and, and witty, Every time I send those, I'm really thinking about, of course, the grammatical portions of it because I'm an English minor, (laughs) but also, you know, how is this going to connect to the reader? And I'm telling you, it's it's an email. You see it. It's about three lines. How is this going to connect with the reader? And so I do the same thing when I'm writing. I do a lot of writing for work. And so now I'm like, wait a minute, this is resurfacing. I gave up on something and you know the feelings that come with defeat and failure. Uh, those those feelings were definitely there, but resilience seems to be taking over as I'm revisiting those activities and and washing those feelings away. I hope you can see I'm really excited to give you this ebook, which is only a couple of pages long, but it's still something where I get to pour into the pages that you'll be reading. I also learned during this quarantine that you just gotta let them, them meaning those kids, you, you gotta let them fuck shit up. I'm sorry to curse, but I'm just thinking of the hangover. Uh, Let them do it. You know, my son's room has already been a disaster. I never used to clean his room daily. I would clean it maybe once or twice a week because, uh, you know, he doesn't sleep in his bed. So, you know, there was no need to really change his bedding. 
Then there is the fact that he just had toys in his room, um, his toys, his dressers with his clothing. So I would go in his room to maybe get some clothes for him to wear and I would step on a Lego and then that's when I would clean up like, oh my God. <laughs> the Lego pain under a foot of a 200 pound, I don't care what pound you are, you could be 10 pounds. Once all of your body weight transfers to the foot, which is on top of the sharp ass Lego, you know the pain. You know the pain I'm referring to. And I'm not 200 pounds anymore. I weighed myself in the other day. I'll, I'll tell you about that later. Anyway, so with his room, I realized he he's literally just playing with every single toy. I mean, you see him with the superheroes all the time, but he's playing with every single toy. And I can't keep coming after him to say, clean up your room, clean up your room, because tomorrow is going to be the same thing. <laughs> and the next day after that, and I'm not breaking my back to bend down to clean up this room all of the time. So his room has become the playroom. Sometimes he tries to bring his things into the living room too, uh, where I'm working, but we have a little bit more control over that. But even still, if he tries, I let him. You have to let them. Let them do it because the constant talking, the constant demanding, the the crying that comes on their behalf, those are the things that are really leading you or leading me to major headaches. I don't want to have a headache. I'd rather have a little bit of a mess than a headache. Headache makes me feel horrible. Can't look at light, can't hear loud sounds. I'm just in a mood. So I'm working. You bring some toys in here. Okay, fine. Maybe later we'll pick them up. But I'm going to let you because I understand that you're stuck in here just like me. I'm talking to you guys like I'm talking to him. And, and it's funny because this is how I talk to him. I'll be like, I know you haven't been outside today. Me too. Me too. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's something that I learned during this uh, quarantine and during our hiatus. And, you know, we just all need breaks. I just want you to remember that, you know, if you're on a break, if I'm on a break from recording, you can still reach me by email. I send out these emails um, and, and if you just hit reply to those emails, they bounce back to me um, with 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 whatever message you put in there. Or you can email me directly at nokidsallowpod at gmail.com or hit me in the DM, nokidsallowpod on Instagram. Because um, I definitely want to hear what you've been learning about homeschooling. Uh, let me crack my neck for this one. <laughs> Let me just stretch a little bit for this one because I got a lot to say, okay? Lots. All right, so my my son's teacher, love her to death. Great teacher. My son says he loves her, so I love her. You know, he actually says the word love about his teacher. I'm like, excuse me. I thought I thought love was actually reserved for for just mommy and daddy. And, and he, he let us know that it's for his teacher as well. So, okay, fine. You love your teacher, I love her too. But homegirl is giving lots of work. 
And maybe it's not a lot because I'm not sure what it would be, what the time frame would be if we did it straight through according to the schedule that she gives. I want to say the schedule is from about 8 to 2.30. Uh, however, we are often doing work until about 6 or 7 at night. And that's because we do work, we let him have a break, we do work, we let him play in his room, we do work, he goes and has a snack, we do, you know, so we're constantly ping-ponging work and breaks and work and breaks, and it's the only way that I can get my work done. So I might take a break from my work to help him comprehend what his assignment is, and then I'll go back to my work while he's doing his assignment, and then we'll both have a break. Um, Sometimes it works out so lucky where we both have a break and can take a walk or something. But that's the way I've homeschooled. I've homeschooled by giving him at least an hour break between every other assignment, maybe every two assignments. And I don't think that that's what they want. The teacher wants for us to send a photo of his work or photos of his work by the dismissal time, which again is 2.30. And it just doesn't work for me because I'm still working. I have meetings and I have trainings and I have interviews and I have uh, discussions with clients. And, you know, if you're a social worker, you know what's on my plate. Uh, And if you're in another industry, I'm pretty sure your plate is much bigger or just as big. So I have learned to homeschool in a way that really works for me and my family. Mason will take a break. And if we finish the last assignment at eight o'clock, at least he got his breaks. He finally can take a shower, have maybe one more, you know, show a little screen time. Oh, God, screen time. I've totally feel that <laughs> just hearing the word. But that also goes back to what I've learned as this is my technique of homeschooling. So I've I've learned how to how to homeschool. I always wondered how people homeschooled and had a job. Uh, and now I know. So I learned how to homeschool. I learned how to manage. I learned how to juggle. But I've totally failed at screen time. I mean, If I'm going to take the failure for screen time, then it has to go to the Department of Education as well because they sent these damn iPads. And he, I mean, his eyes are just going to have to fall out. He's going to have to get an eye transplant because when aren't we looking at a screen? If he's not looking at that iPad to do his work, he's watching a show during his break. So I don't know if I should take that as a failure. I'm I'm starting to second guess it now. <laughs> I'm starting to second guess it. But I know what I did feel at. I really failed during this corona time, quarantine time. I really failed at connecting with others. I listed a whole lot of things that I'm doing well, right? I talked about work. I talked about home. <laughs> Me and my husband ain't arguing. I talked about, you know, getting creative. I have not connected with others. I don't know what's going on. I, I think that the conversations that I have had with my friends has been mostly corona-based, right? 
And this this conversation that we're having, you and I, is mostly Corona-based because we're talking about Corona updates. But with my friends, we're talking about we're talking about it in, in more of an anxiety-provoking way. Like, oh my God, what if they tell us to come back to work, come back to the office, schools are closed, camp is closed, what are we going to do? You know, that's the conversation. Oh my God, I had to go to the supermarket and stand online for two hours. And, and then when I got in, there was no, you know, like those, those are the conversations that I'm having. And to limit them, I just stop having conversations with others because anyone that I haven't spoken to regularly, the first thing we're going to speak about are Corona updates. And it's going to be in this anxiety provoking way. It's not going to be, ooh, everything is going good over here. We broke quarantine. (laughs) You know, I already feel judgment about that. You know, so I'm pretty sure the conversation can shift that way if if I were feeling like I can lead that. But I also give space a lot of times for people to talk. And I'm just fearful that that is going to be the topic of, of discussion. So I haven't been connecting. I have not been connecting, haven't been calling, uh, haven't been doing much. It's also because I'm afraid. I have a very avoidant personality. Um, I think we talked about this together. I have an, a, a very avoidant personality where I just don't I just don't like hearing bad news. And I've already heard some bad news. My friend's father passed from corona. One of my staff members was positive, and then she lost two of her family members. You know, uh, I don't like to take on a vicarious trauma that is that is unnecessary. Um, so I don't answer the phone. <laughs> I don't answer the phone. They stop calling, and I don't pick up the phone to call. And that is a horrible trait. I failed at connecting with people and I know that it's horrible, but it's something that I find a very, very small comfort in. Very, very small, not huge at all. This is a horrible thing. Very small comfort. Big comforts in other places, like my favorite robe, <laughs> you know, my face wash. Those are all my small comforts. Like, I love my face wash and my face moisturizers. I love my robe. It was actually my grandmother's robe. Those are small comforts. This connecting with friends or neglecting to to connect with friends actually has given me comfort, but it's a horrible big comfort that should be (laughs) like, it's just a horrible comfort. Anyway, I want to morph that into using this time to find joy I surprisingly found it I feel like I stumbled upon it I feel like I stumbled upon it and I want to say that I found it with with a couple of things right a couple of tactics and I'll give you a second if you want to write this down 
this is how I found joy during quarantine. So first, I continued to do an IG cleanse. Like, let's let's all be honest for a second. Instagram and whatever social media platforms you use. I don't know anyone who uses Twitter, but to each his own. Whichever social media platforms you use, they are right at the reach of your thumbs. So unless you deleted the app or deleted the internet, because you can still access it from the internet, you are still on it, right? That's the that's the honest truth. Now, because I'm on it, inevitably, I continue to do a cleanse. Like, I'm struggling with weight, right? I'm in these challenges. I told you I was 200 pounds a couple of weeks ago, right? 201 pounds. I weighed myself and I think I was at 198. So I lost three pounds, but the rolls on my back, <laughs> the bra, the bra fat, you know, those things are still there. And to see others, you know, it's not jealousy. It's just like, I can't take you right now. And I, and I, and I'm admitted that all you beautiful skinny bitches, <laughs> I just cannot take you right now. So I did a bit of an IG cleanse, you know, just just so that I'm not wallowing in the fact that I'm struggling with weight. I also did one for anyone who kept posting things like, you better be creating during this quarantine. You better be learning something new during this quarantine. You better be. It doesn't work like that for everyone. I told you already, we're homeschooling until about seven. And on one of my longest nights, I'm working until about eight. Where's the time to create? I still have to take my kid outside. You know, let him get some vitamin D, let him exercise. Taking him outside is also, you know, also means running after him. I still have to spend time with my husband, you know, continue the, to fuel the, the fire in our our wedding. We'll make two years in October, actually, of being married. So anyone who pushed that message that those who are not creating or learning something new or planning on becoming a millionaire by the time quarantine is over, I I just deleted that. You know, I, I don't want to continue to be pressured by that message that I think is unrealistic for for many during the whole quarantine. Maybe short of a couple of days, I've been working on an ebook, and it's not anything more than about 15 pages. <laughs> You know, I could have easily set a goal like write one page a day or but but where are the days to do that? And and so I get the the inability to be creative during this time. So that's that. 
IG cleanse. That That is the first step to finding joy. An IG cleanse or any social media, whatever social media you have, do a cleanse. Delete anyone that's not pr- promoting a message that you want to hear. I mean, the, that's the one, the step one of social media cleanse. Delete any person that is not spreading a message you want to hear. That's it. <laughs> What's next? And finding joy. I am... Um, I had to keep promises to myself and I think I I I just talked about that keeping a promise to myself you know I wanted to be um an author right now of children's literature children's picture books and it didn't come to me the same way I haven't written you know any children's books but the writing has come to me in a different way so I realized, okay, here goes one of the promises that I kept to myself. I'm sorry, one of the promises that I made years ago, but it's back in a different form. Let me keep this promise this time. Let me actually finish something through. And I want to say that that brings joy because it brings confidence. Like, I finally finished. I can finish something. And now I can give it to people and and have pride about showing something that I finished. So so that's where the joy comes from. And guess what? If you don't want to keep the promise to yourself, I can guarantee you the joy will still be there. So (laughs) that one is very loose. Okay? (sighs) Actually, that breath that I just took, that, that, that helps in finding joy as well. I take deep breaths. I walk from one room to another and I breathe. If that room is too overwhelming, I walk to another one, I breathe. Usually it's the room with my son in it. <laughs> That's the overwhelming room. Uh, the The most underwhelming room is the bathroom. I find myself in there all the time um, breathing. Just breathe. When you breathe, you find so much clarity. You do. Breathe, count to 10, come back to the thought that you had. If it's not there, then you can go to another thought. Find so much clarity when you breathe. Clarity equals joy, right? Okay. (laughs) What else did I do to find some joy during this time? I was spending lots of of time with my family and that's inevitable breathing is inevitable you do it since you come out of the birth you know but it might not be conscious that's the that's the part that you you have to make um make happen right but spending time with family is also inevitable right now because we're all in the house but there's enough rooms depending on your family size and your home size there's enough rooms for me to go one way and you to go another way but I've been conscious. I think my husband has been conscious and definitely my son. He's like, can we all just watch a movie together? Okay, fine. <laughs> and then we have to watch like Doolittle or whatever movie he chooses. But still, it it works because the three of us are cuddled on the couch. I'm nestled in my husband's arm. My son is nestled in my arm. And it just feels good family time all right what else has oh okay I know what to tell you guys 
the the thing that is bringing me joy is that I feel like I'm becoming closer to him, God, that is. I think throughout this season, you guys have seen and heard my journey, right? I talked about it with each of my guests. I talked about it alone. And one of the things that I have, actually one of the things that I have done on SPAR is joined one of the challenges, which is accountability. And on the accountability challenge, I chose to do Bible study. And (laughs) don't laugh at me, but in the very beginning, I was like starting at page one in Genesis, I think. And one of my friends was like, girl, no, that is not the way. (laughs) So I'm like, but wait, how how do you read the Bible? So uh, she said, why don't you get a plan? And so I went to my Bible app. I uh, looked for the plan on decision making because right now I'm I'm struggling with making decisions not right now this is like a lifelong thing of mine and so I'm struggling to make decisions I joined the seven day plan and I didn't complete it in seven days but it got me from Proverbs to James to you guys are gonna get me to lie if I keep trying to <laughs> think of the other the other parts of, of, but it basically made me flip through to different chapters and verses so that I can read those portions and apply it to the teachings of decision-making or whatever, whatever you are trying to gain from the Bible. Um, and so in reading those things, I've definitely learned a couple of things, right? I've learned a couple of things from the Bible, but something matched up with what this preacher said. He came to a special event that I was at and he basically said, lighten your stride. And I think all of us have been forced. And if you haven't been, you need to start letting go. Okay. He he said, lighten your stride. And he said that the Bible somewhere tells us this. I'm still not sure. Uh, he says, lighten your stride. And the way I interpret it, especially for right now, is let go of the things that you really can't change. Like, we can't do anything about coronavirus. I mean, of course, we can take precautions with our mask and gloves and staying home and staying away from people. I'm such a hypocrite. Um, but, But there's not a lot that we are capable of you know, unless you're a scientist listening to this, you're not coming up with the cure or the vaccine. So because there's so many things that we cannot control, whether it be coronavirus or the attitude of our loved ones or the mistreatment from someone else, like because we cannot control that, the the message was to lighten your stride. Let go of the things that you cannot control. Let go of the things or the people that you know aren't aiding in your growth. And when I tell you, lightning, my stride, pruning, that's another term that I uh, heard somewhere, like I'm a gardener, pruning away any unnecessary limbs of the tree. I don't know what gardeners do, but it all feels good. It feels great. So 
those are the things that I realized that I have been doing to find my joy. And I haven't spanked my child. <laughs> I haven't cursed out my husband. You know, um, th- those are the things that, that have helped me. And I think that the one thing that I'm still working on, and maybe I'll be able to give you guys some positive updates about this. Uh, one of the things that I'm still working on is just connecting with, with, with other people right now, connecting with those outside of my house. Because just because the world is on a stay-at-home order, it doesn't mean the world is paused. So we're both living our lives parallel to, to one another, but not looking over to to check in on one another. Um, and, and I think it's mostly me because avoider, party of one. Anyway, let's jump into mom crush. Uh, I hope you guys take away something from what I was discussing in regards to finding joy. And so I just want to give my MOM, my mom of the moment, I want to give that title to everyone. I hope you all had an amazing Mother's Day. I hope <laughs> you continue to be celebrated and uh, especially by me knowing that you are my moms of the moment. I mean, it was Mother's Day and it's May and you know that's like our whole month. I want to give the award to myself. I think I talked about myself enough on this episode for you to know why I deserve it. I mean, if you don't if you don't know why by now, let me just say that I deserve it because I am a bomb ass homeschooler. Like, let's get it. <laughs> you know, like I have not lost my shit. I'm doing this. So, I'm giving my own self the mom award. Uh even though I'm crushing on all you moms of the moment, I do want to highlight a mom fail and it's not mine because like I said, I'm doing amazing, but it's one of you. Thank you for listening. Lexi from Florida. She wrote in and she wanted to share a mom fail. So, um, (laughs) oh gosh. So she says that her son Cam has a habit of coming into her room and in her bed in the middle of the night. So one night she was so exhausted that when she heard him say, mommy, she said to him, go back to bed, Cam. And she did not get up. So he left the room and that was it. The next morning, her mother told her that her son went into the mother's room because he had thrown up in his own bed. Come on. (laughs) So she says that her mom said it was all over his face and his pillows and everything. She cleaned him up, the mother that is. She cleaned him up, took his sheets to the laundry and let him sleep with her. So Lexi was saying that she felt so terrible, so terrible, a whole lot of O's, that she started crying and telling him how sorry she was for not being able to be there for him and she's still feeling terrible because um he really needed his mom and she dismissed him oh maybe i should give the mom award to her mom and keep her at the mom fail right (laughs) uh lexi i just want to say like you were in the middle of your sleep 
if anyone tries to talk to me in the middle of my sleep, unless there's a fire, even in a fire, they might have to just drag me down the steps and I'll still be half sleep. Um, so when I am in that deep REM sleep, whatever those initials stand for, I know the feeling, girl. I know the feeling. So you would know worse than the rest of us. We all bad out here. <laughs> Except during the month of May, okay? You sent this to me a while ago. So I know this month, particularly, you're killing it, all right? <laughs> all right, and now I'm going to leave you all off with a mama gem. And <laughs> these are the things that moms say, and you're like, what? Like, what does that even have to do with, with anything that I'm going through until you become an adult and you realize, okay, okay, I get her point. <laughs> and so I just want, I just want to share this one and you've all heard it. It's don't cry over spilled milk. And I think that applies to so much things here because if we knew not to cry over the spilled milk, we would be in such a better place. We would be more joyful. We would be more joyful because we are looking at the good and not the bad. We are realizing that this milk has spilled, but we'll get some more. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you all continue to have a great week and I will see you all in the next episode. Until then, Hit me up on no kids allowed pod at gmail.com or slide into my DM at no kids allowed pod on Instagram. I think I'm also on Facebook, but who goes there? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, mamas. Bye.